Hey everyone, I'm Mary Kate and welcome to Women Changing the Game. Join me as I sit down with ambitious, powerful women who are coming off the bench in the sports industry and are changing the game as we know it. Get ready for women in coaching, photography, events, sales, entrepreneurship, and so much more, all in the industry of sports. If you're here to get some amazing advice, stories, and laughs, then stick around. Looking to start your own podcast? If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will also distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can also make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Women Changing the Game. I'm here today with a very special guest who is making huge changes to the sports industry and making a name for her brand. She decided to take a stand in the women's sneaker and basketball world by creating the first performance women's basketball sneaker. Please welcome to the podcast, the founder of Moolah Kicks, Natalie White. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me, Mary-Kate. I'm excited to be here. Yeah, I'm really excited for you to come on. Like we talked about before this, um, we're so excited to hear about your journey of Moolah Kicks and, you know, what it's been like taking on this new role of being the founder of a company and the founder of this like brilliant idea. So why don't you start off by telling us a little bit about yourself and where you went to school, your involvement with basketball and all of that. Absolutely. So I grew up in New York City. I played basketball my whole life. I'm still here in New York. Went to some of the some of the games in Brooklyn this morning, going to some more games in awesome. Harlem this afternoon. And I grew up here playing in the AAU circuit, playing on some of the top teams. And I always remember that that feeling of looking across the court and sometimes seeing that there were differences in treatment on the girl side versus the boy side at tournaments, whether it be at my high school, whether it be, you know, in game when you walk into the arena and then even that experience of walking into a footwear store and having to shop in the men's or the children's section for your shoes. I went to Boston college, studied finance and I managed the varsity team there. I played club and I continued to see some of those differences that divide men's and women's basketball. And of course, playing in college, playing, playing recreationally, I'm still wearing those children's sneakers, right? And as a woman, you're going into the store and you're buying shoes that don't fit you, that are named after players who you'll never be, right? And I think I really realized that this lack of women's basketball sneakers not only had a negative social implication that women don't really quote unquote belong in basketball, but it also has a serious negative performance implication that people don't talk about enough. Women's feet and girls' feet are different in five places than that of boys and men. Okay. So explain to us that difference of the the shoe and everything. Like what were the changes you made? So when you wear those sneakers, you're actually put more at risk for the knee, ankle, and leg injuries that are so 
prominent in women's basketball. It is not by coincidence that those injury rates are so high. It's actually because we are playing in these shoes that on the inside don't fit the female biomechanical foot shape correctly. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I can go into, of course, those five differences, but, but just to finish it out, I think it's really important in founding the company that listeners know, right, that while the company was able to come to market because of that gap and because of some of those differences, what Moolah Kicks is all about is leaning into the women's basketball community that's already there. We're not about saying what we don't have. We're not about, we even, we've moved completely away and we can get into that later as well, that I'm against the word gender equality as it relates to basketball because we are all about creating a new culture unique to women's basketball, not comparing ourselves, saying we're legitimate or not legitimate, dependent on anyone else. We are taking the power basically into our own hands and the future into our own hands. And we're leaning into the talent, the hype, the coverage and the opportunities that are already there. And now we're just playing in sneakers that elevate our game and it enable us to really lean into this community, whether you're a player, coach, whoever. I love that. And that's so, so important to have and to have somebody like you representing, you know, the women in basketball and to have this voice too. Um, And what is the meaning behind Moolah Kicks, like the name itself? (laughs) Yeah, the name, of course, is slang for money. So the slang aspect is a positive nod to the street culture of basketball, Mm -hmm. especially that street culture in women's, you know, that pointing at the three line, looking a girl right in the eyes after you hit a buzzer beater. That's that's the attitude that we are promoting at Moolah Kicks. And the money aspect of the name signifies what we are. Because as a company, we are actually a vehicle for more financial opportunity within the sport. That's because we are the only for-profit business in women's basketball. And what that means is that every dollar we earn at Moolah Kicks goes into either a wider product assortment for female basketball players, or it goes into higher sponsorship and marketing dollars that, again, continue this positive cycle of increased financial opportunity within women's basketball. We need that. We need that badly. So it's great that you're doing that and everything's going back into the sport is so important. And what has everyone's reactions been like, you know, getting these shoes and knowing that this is an investment in women's basketball and just women's sports in general? It's been terrific. It's been so, I mean, I think this is just the best time to be in women's basketball and girls put the shoes on, coaches hear about it. They're excited. They said, We've been waiting for this. Players put the shoes on and they say, wow, these don't fit like basketball shoes. They fit like sneakers. And what they're saying is they've never had, they've never played in basketball shoes that fit them right. And it's been such, such a rewarding year since the product has come out that it's been so well received across the board. Yeah. What a perfect time. And I watched a clip of one of the girls putting them on and they were like, Oh, is this what like a guy feels like putting on basketball it's shoes? Crazy. <laughs> it's crazy. It's crazy. You just never, you never, we never think about it and we never question it. And I think a lot of, a lot of times we, we don't question the world around us maybe as much as we should. Yeah. And so it's been a terrific 
you know, as much as I can sit here and say they're fit for women on the inside, none of that needs to be explained the mm-hmm. second a girl tries them on. Because in that like, is immediate. Yep. This yep. is it. This is the exactly. feeling that I needed. Like there's no feeling of breaking it in or whatever. It's just made exactly. for them. That's great. And so when exactly did you start this throughout your college years? Um, mm-hmm. Were you I, still in college or graduated? I was. So okay. I started this when I was a senior in college, but I can say that the real the real work definitely began once mm-hmm. I graduated, right? So right. I was I was working on it after class. Basically in college, what I would do, so I went to Boston College and I was just mm-hmm. gaining research at that point. Okay. I would stand outside of Conti Forum, which is our basketball arena. And you know how all those kids go, they bring teams and, and kids go to all the college games, right? The, the women's games. Yeah, so I would wait outside with surveys and I would survey oh, every right. young female player, every, doesn't matter if you're six, seven, 15, 18, I'm surveying every player on their favorite sneaker. Why? Their favorite colors. Why? Their favorite, just getting to know these players and the market and what they want, what they would want in a first sneaker, how their sneakers fit them, what their pain points are. And I really spent the latter half of my senior year, not only going and doing market research, but also doing that biomechanical fit research in creating what is the inside form of our sneaker with medical experts, with the training staff at Boston College and others. Oh my God, you put in so much work and that's so cool to know that like those girls were a part of this by doing those surveys and um, they really made a difference. But like you putting in that work is awesome, especially while you're in school. How did you balance that? I mean, you kind of explained, but was that a struggle to balance the two things or did you feel like overwhelmed at times or... Yeah, you did it, right? I think one of the best things you can do is sacrifice. Yeah, give us some advice. (laughs) Yeah, I think one of the most, like, one of the greatest gifts that people can do is when they have the ability to sacrifice. And so I feel very grateful that I've been able to put in so much time to this company, you know, and I'd say my hours in college are mirror that, that I still work. I was doing a ton of hours back then. And, and now here we are, you know, recording on Saturday and I I work pretty much about 16 to 18 hours every single day. So that, that would be nine to two in the morning, you know, 9am to 2am. And I think there's, there's no shortcut for work, but if you also it's, I work in women's basketball, it's a dream come true. Yeah. And I think just like at this point for women in sports, like we just got to put in the work and put in the hours um, just to like keep pushing for the rights and everything that we need for women's basketball. But um, where's that motivation kind of stem from for you? Is there anything specific? Like, are there daily routines that you have to have or like rituals or do you just have to stay like working out? Because for me, I have to get a good workout in every day to stay motivated. What about for you? Yeah, I would working out, I think is so important. You know, mm-hmm. I do, I get in the gym every day, mm-hmm. at least for, at least for 45 minutes. If I can play basketball, I do. I play basketball still. I play today, but I play every, you know, I try to play as much as I can a couple times a week. I play pickup either in a women's league or just with whoever's at the gym, but yeah, st- in order to stay motivated, a lot of it comes from routine and a lot of it comes from 
discipline. Yeah. And I feel that at times now we've, as a, as a society have gotten a little bit distracted by technology (laughs) with how long things take, you know, and I think we're really hard on, oh, well, if I'm not happy with something in a month, then I'm moving on to something else. If, if it doesn't happen for me in six months, then it wasn't meant to be. Well, you know, I, I worked on this for a year and a half before ever seeing a sneaker, you know, and I was working those same hours in and out nine to 2 a.m. every day. And you, I think just have to remember that things take a long time, you know, and it's about sticking with it. And it's about having a routine where you are constantly doing a little bit more than you did the last day. And in doing that every day gets easier. Yeah. And a lot of people just see the success of it all and see the final product and don't see like everything that you put in from taking the surveys, you know, in the beginning at at your school and all of that, like that's the work that was really put in. And it's not just an overnight success is what. No, no, (laughs) definitely not. I would say it's definitely not an overnight success. And the other thing that's really important is I, is what's motivating is focusing on what you put in and not the results. You know, well, I'm, I couldn't be more happy that everything that, that we have had found a lot of success. I think I'm most proud of the work that's been put in, you know, and you let the results come because you can't, you never know how something's going to be received. You never know what's going to happen in the end, but you do know, oh my God, I can put my all into this. And I think that's what we need to take pride in. Yeah, for sure. And you you for sure put in the work, it sounds like. Um, and that's awesome to see, especially for people our age. Um, but I was listening to a token CEO podcast um where Mark Cuban was on and I and he brought up this, he was like, Oh, I was looking through my emails and I saw an email from this women's sneaker company. And he was like, I have to invest in this. My daughter, you know, plays basketball and this is so important. And I was like, that is Moolah Kicks. Like, I know them. That is awesome. And like, what's that been like in getting his support in this? And like, good for you for just reaching out and taking that leap um, and trying to, you know, get this amazing business guy to help you. It's been, it's been great. You know, again, that's a matter of doing, are we firing from all cylinders and putting, are we always being ready and saying, okay, I'm ready you know, I'm ready to talk to the big dogs. I'm ready to, I'm ready to give it all to whoever I'm talking to at any point. And, you know, I would say with Mark Cuban, I've been, I was grateful again, that it was so well received, but at the same point, you're ready, you know, you put in all that work so that, you know, Hey, I'm ready to put my best foot forward, reach out, email him, just give me a shot. I know you're going to love this. And then, he did. So that was a, that was a terrific opportunity. I'm very thankful to have him as a, as a Moolah fan, of course, and, and, and all of his involvement. And I really just, I'm excited for some of that groundwork that we've been able to lay that shows the future ahead. Yeah. And like you said, like reaching out to him is one thing, but then if he gets back, it's like, are you ready to be able to work with, work with someone like this? Um, So that's cool. And then do you have any women specifically in sports or in business that you've looked up to, or that maybe have helped you throughout the process? My biggest inspiration is Pat Summit. And I say it all the time, but to 
look at her life and see where basketball, where women's basketball was when she started playing three on three, not able to run the full length of the floor because they felt that women didn't have the lung capacity to run full court, Crazy. not having any college teams. And then to think about the end of her career where she is playing in front of sold out stands, UConn versus Tennessee. And she's led this team to the most championships in history. And to see a, a coach and a figure like that, she was my inspiration all throughout growing up. And, and she still is because I hope that, and I'm confident that it will, that Moolah will mark another step in women's basketball, a change that is that drastic as well, right? A change that is just as drastic from going from three on three to what we know a packed house looks like now, Tennessee versus UConn. It's, this is the first step in having our own product, but our own keys to the future where again, everything is pouring back into women's basketball. And we no longer have to shout saying, give us, give us X, give us Y, you know, give us more of this, give us more product, invest, do this. We don't need to ask anyone's investment anymore because we have the ability to do it ourselves and power a brand Mm -hmm. that's going to, again, pour money back, pour opportunities back into this community. Yeah. And for sure, you're going to be in the history books for this. Um, you, already, you already are an inspiration to so many. And I'm sure younger girls, you know, look up to you and look up to the brand and um, are just, you know, that's so cool that they get to grow up with this now. Um, and it's not something that's just like changed in their lives. So you've been signing girls now and women um, to the brand. How has that been? Has there been anyone where you're like, whoa, this is so cool. You know, I have her on Moolah Kicks. Um, or is it just kind of everyone? Well, of course, you have to get a shout out to Sanaya Rivers, who won a national championship and is one of our NIL athletes. So Sanaya has been terrific to work with. Gatorade player of the year, such a talent, you know, and our whole NIL approach is balancing what our values are of performing with purpose, where we have our division two and our division three players wearing the sneakers, performing at a college level on court in the shoes. And then we have our division one players promoting them off the court and really shedding a light on what the purpose of the brand is. And it's been so terrific to be able to work with all of these college athletes across the board and really let them drive how we're showing up in the market, how we're showing up on social and start to contribute to this grander brand of women's basketball. Yeah, for sure. And do you have a favorite? Who are your teams like college or and, and WNBA? No, I, I go crazy for any of our athletes. Just, you know, today I was down, went to a game where some of the players, the whole team was wearing the sneakers. And oh my God. There's nothing better than for me to go to the NI, to go promote the NIL kids, go promote anyone who's wearing Moolah kicks. I mean, I think yeah. that's what it's all about. It's all about cheering each other on and just trying to be the loudest hype woman that we can be for each other. That's got to be so exciting to just be there watching like girls playing your sneakers. Oh, that's so cool. It's, um, no, it's, you- it's terrific. And that's where I feel like I love 
I don't know if I have a favorite well, Boston College, you know, Boston College is my favorite team just because all of those those women I'm so close with. But beyond Boston College, I'm I'm rooting for anyone who's part of the Moolah community. Right. As I would be, too. Um, so do you have an ultimate like dream collab for or or dream person you want to get signed or anything? Well, we we definitely have some signature shoes that we're looking at for hopefully 2023 or 2024. So I'm really excited to debut those pretty soon. Excited to see that. And what are your most excited, what are you most excited about that's to come for Moolah Kicks and that's to come for your just entrepreneur journey? Mm -hmm. I am most excited for this spring, actually Mm -hmm. May 20th and for this fall in 2022, we have four new sneakers dropping in the spring. Four new colors. It's our paint drop pack. And then in the fall, I have probably what I would say is one of the best performance basketball sneakers since 2015, since 2014. I mean, these are top tier performance shoes. And I would love for the brand to really be defined by this next model, because I think what I'm looking most forward to is seeing girls step on the court and feel and play their best, you know, being, being able to feel like we're helping players stay safe, get to the next level, have confidence in that game, but also their future. That's what it's all about. Yeah. So everyone be on the lookout and, you know, stay ready for the drops. I'm ready. (laughs) I'm excited um but you've clearly like went after what you want and you know had great success with moolah kicks so what's your advice for those wanting to you know go for their out there goals and but maybe are a little nervous too I would say you know you'd be more nervous not to (laughs) because I think there's never a good time and there's never a bad time to go for your goals. I mean, you can say a million reasons why it's a bad time, but I bet you could also say a million reasons why it's a good time. And with that, I have to say, if you really want something, you have to go after it until, until you've got it. You don't go after it and say, oh, well, you know, after so long, it didn't work out. That's what we were talking about with the motivation earlier. You know, you have to keep doing it until it hits. And if you commit to it in that, to that degree, there is really no choice but for it to happen for you, you know, because it does it doesn't matter if if this interview is coming one year, two years after I founded the company or 50, because it doesn't matter how long it's how long it would take. You know, this is something that I'm really committed to. And I feel that if people stay committed to their goals, it it will work out love that. That's so important. And just, yeah, going back to what we said, nothing is like an overnight success. You got to keep working. And even if you're not seeing the results right away, like keep going for it because eventually it's going to work out and you're going to keep growing no matter what, um, even if it's small growth. So I agree with that. Well, thank you so much, Natalie. That's all we really have for you today. We learned so much about Moolah Kicks and I'm so excited to like watch the brand grow and watch you grow as an entrepreneur. Um, Thank you for having me. Yeah. And um I just want to know like where we can keep up any dates we need to you know be on the lookout absolutely for absolutely <laughs> follow us on Instagram our Instagram is moolah kicks m-o-o-l-a-h-k-i-c-k-s Instagram TikTok 
Twitter and find us in 150 Dick's Sporting Goods locations across the country. You can go online on our site and hit try on at Dick's. Look up your zip code and find the closest store to you. There is no substitute for trying them on and seeing those colors in person. So I hope everyone can go and pick them off of what was the first women's basketball shelf this year. Yes, guys, they are in dicks. Like, that is just so cool. Like, congrats on that, by the way. Um, But yeah, so everybody keep up. And thank you again for coming on. Hopefully, we can have you on again as the brand just keeps growing. And we'll check in on all the accomplishments. (laughs) Good. Well, Mary-Kate, thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. Thank you, Natalie. Have a good rest of your day. All right, and we'll see you next time on Women Changing the Game.